Welcome back to the Engaging Kingdom Business Podcast. I'm Jason. And this is Christine. We hope you enjoyed episode one. If you haven't gone and listened to that, definitely go back and we talk about kingdom dreams. It's kind of the foundation for everything that we're doing in this podcast. We believe that the Lord has put dreams inside of people's hearts and we want to see those come out. I love the idea of asking people like, what is the Lord showing you? Like, what's something that maybe you feel like you need to be doing, but you just haven't and why not? Let's, let's talk about that. So that's what this podcast is kind of about. We want to encourage people to move forward and what the Lord has established for them to, uh, to move forward in. Today, we are talking about getting a vision for freedom. And this topic means a lot to me. <laughs> and so to try and keep a a long story short, which is always kind of difficult to do, but for me, just this idea of of freedom is huge. And let me kind of paint a picture for you. So I've always I've always worked for somebody else. I started working in a restaurant when I was 16 years old. I was a junior in high school. And I worked the summer and then I ended up working my entire senior year. There's a lot of things I missed out on, but you know, I thought I was supposed to be making money and I kind of grew up poor with a single mom that worked multiple jobs. And it was kind of like, well, I want to have money so I can do things. And so I've worked for years and years and years. Um, and during that time as a young chap, <laughs> I accrued a lot of debt. Have you ever had debt, Christine? Uh, sadly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At, at, at some point in time, I probably had, you know, maybe as a 19 year old, I probably had $20,000 in debt from credit cards yeah. because they gave me credit cards and I used them and I didn't understand the concept and there was nobody there to kind of tell me what to do otherwise. And so I found myself in debt and mm -hmm. bill collectors. I had to close my very first bank account at a negative balance, like just you start off on the wrong foot, like, you know, crazy. And so over time, I've dug myself out of debt or have partnered with <laughs> the father and even family. And we, we got a vision for freedom from debt. And that was just a big thing. And it's, and I just want to talk about this idea of getting a vision for your freedom that, um, there's a freedom from, and there's a freedom to, I want to be free from debt. I want to be free to do what the Lord wants me to do. That's right. the vision statement for, for my life when it comes to getting out of debt, creating passive income, multiple streams of income, that kind of thing. Um, and the Lord's put that in me. And so I was in a lot of debt. And anyways, when you're in debt, scripture says that the borrower is a slave to the lender. And that word slave it's like I felt the weight of my enslavement to my debts sitting. So there's this idea that we are made like the father has made us to do things. Mm -hmm. We talked about in episode one, just this idea of he's predestined before the foundations of the earth, the good things that we would do, the good right. deeds that we should walk in them in Christ. And so some of us, have yet to have freedom to walk in those things because we're having to do other stuff. Right. And so if I'm sitting at a desk eight to five and I'm made for something else, 
then I'm essentially being held back. And I'm not saying that everybody's eight to five desk job is not from the Lord. I just know that I'm made for more. And so I'm uncomfortable in my own skin most days. <laughs> so um, that I'm just trying to tie in a little bit of my story because it means a lot to me. And so for a long time, there wasn't a light at the end of the tunnel for me. I was up to my ears in debt, drowning in debt, having to work every single day, you know, and just getting exhausted from the daily grind. Yeah. And so I began to realize that there were some things that the Lord put in me that were to help me essentially dig out of that scenario. And so he gave me a vision for freedom from debt and all of our family got on board with that. And we've be begun moving in that direction, paying off a lot of debt, but then not just the idea of paying off debt and then being rich to have a bunch of money, but being free. Yeah. And so what do you, what do you think about that idea of freedom from and freedom to? Oh man. Well, for me, I, <laughs> I got, I got out of college and I had some student loan debt, but it mm -hmm. wasn't horrid at the time. Yeah. Now it is. No, <laughs> it's better yeah. now. And sadly, still, we both still have student debt. Yeah, but we're yeah. chipping away at yeah. it, right? And yeah. so anyway, um, but it's interesting because when I got out, I went straight into full-time ministry. That was me. And um, But it was a job. It was still going to work for a church. Yeah getting paid a salary, whatever, right? So, and it was good. And it, I was establishing myself as a real adult for the first time, you know, being mm -hmm. in college is not really real adulting. <laughs> um, but when I did, it was good. Yeah. No problems with debt. But then I, after that, moved to this small, small church to work and my salary was cut in half. Ouch. And... I didn't know how to live on half the salary, so mm -hmm. I started living on credit, credit cards. Credit cards, yeah. And I even had really good teachers with credit cards. Pay it off every month. Did I do it? No. No. So, I mean, you didn't even have the ideas I did. I have yeah. no excuse. Yeah, and so, yeah. Um, but I, I lived in this really difficult place with um, feeling the weight of, of that sin. And when mm. I say sin, it freaking felt like sin. Felt like I sin. mean, and now I realize, you know, the Lord has said, don't owe anything to anyone except to love them. And yeah. so, but I didn't really understand that concept before. I just knew I was crying out to the Lord all the time over this debt. Mm -hmm. And it was hard. Yeah. It was so hard to have that always hanging over me. Mm -hmm. And um, when I finally got free of all of that, there's something that happened. I I had a goal to get free of that debt um, before I got married, and I did. And it was Good something job. that I didn't have to carry into my marriage. Yeah. And my husband actually did the same thing. So we both wow. had a terrible past with that, and mm -hmm. we both committed to having all of that paid off before we got married. Yeah. And so we did, and we walked into a marriage saying, we'll never do that again. Yeah. And so it has definitely not been easy, but that for us has been so good because... But can you imagine, imagine the strain, like, let's just say you guys brought $40,000 of debt into the marriage. Like, oh, I don't even want to think about that. that just, <laughs> okay. Well, don't think about it. <laughs> that just, but, uh, yeah. that's horrible. But that is the freedom from, but right. for me, um, I also was, before I got married, 
working full time, all the time, more than 40 hours a week, way more than 40 hours a week. But I always had this stress of pleasing my boss. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but that was a big stressor for me. And I didn't even realize how bad of a stress it was until I wasn't in it. Oh, wow. And when I stepped out, I was going to step out of of that for just a season because I was marrying an army guy having to go wherever he went. And, yeah. And I thought, okay, well, I'll just take off six months, maybe however long until he deploys, mm-hmm. then I'll go get a job again. Mm-hmm. And the amount of stress that was lifted off of me and the freedom to be able to go and do whatever ministry the Lord was calling me to do mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. And it was something that I just said, I'm not supposed to live like that. Yeah. And I didn't realize it because I was just programmed all my life to have to have a nine to five and to have to work for someone and to have to get a paycheck like that. And I didn't even realize that there was another option for me. I don't know how. I had a dad who was an entrepreneur, but Mm -hmm. he never really showed me this is what I needed to do. Right. And... Anyway, so I started doing side gigs all the time. And I say side gigs because I didn't have a main gig, but this was, <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I just started, okay, well, I need an extra, we need an extra this much money. So, uh, Lord, what do you want me to do? Okay, do this. Great, cool. And so I learned something really special about residual income that yeah. that is what I'm passionate about. Um, I believe that we don't have to always just trade our time for money and our money for goods and services. That is the world's system right. of how we're supposed to work. Mm-hmm. I know that God has said, there's a different system I want you to work under, and it's my system. And that system is here. I want you to give everything you have to me, and I'll provide all you need. Mm. That is a step of faith, yeah, big time. Yeah, but what it is, it brings you into such freedom. Yeah, because every time I start stressing about how is this going to happen, I don't know how we can do this. The Lord always shows up. Yeah, almost always through His people. Right. You know. Yeah. But what it does is it makes me go. I'm sitting here about to cry. That's this fine. Is, we're not meant to do things on our own. Right. But we always try. We yeah. think we should be independent. Yeah. I can do this. I can make this happen. And we have to realize that we need to be dependent on God and dependent on his people. Yeah. And we're supposed to work in community. Yeah. We're supposed to be doing this. Right. I'm supposed to be pouring into what you're doing and you're supposed to be pouring into what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And when we live like that, it is an abundance. Yeah. Anyway, it's huge. No, that's that's good. You just reminded me of a conversation I had just a couple of minutes ago in the hallway with um, a lady you know well. We know her name's Linda. She's great. And she just, um, we were talking about serving each other, like people serving each other, but also being free um, from debt. I mean, kind of kind of the same conversation. Um, I lost a little bit of train of thought there, but the idea is that, oh, I said, I basically said, you know, the scripture says that the bra is a slave to a lender. I brought up that same scripture just a minute ago. And I said, and sadly we got a bunch of slaves walking around. Yeah. You know, there's this idea that there's think we have to do these things. And I was listening to someone talk about slavery in the scripture because people like to twist that, whatever, that's a different topic, but they say, oh, you know, the Bible condones slavery. The, the in the scriptures they were 
referencing essentially this indentured servitude. I owe you money, so I have to work for your state. If I if I owe, let's just say there's this landowner and you know he has cattle, and for some reason I owe him money because I borrowed money from him, and I don't have a way to pay it back, then he would essentially have me come live on his estate and work labor for a wage until that debt's paid off. And then I'm free to go even within the Jew or uh, yeah, Jewish culture within the law. There's the year of Jubilee where every seventh year, all the debts were forgiven, all the land was returned, all the slaves were released, all that stuff. Right. So um, that was kind of woven into that society. Well, if you think about it now, it's kind of the same thing. Let's just say I buy a home. And I have a mortgage. So now I owe the bank money. So now I have to go work for a company that agrees to pay me money so that I can then transfer that money to the bank so that I pay my debt kind mm-hmm. of situation. Right. And if I don't pay the note, they come take my house away and they don't have somewhere to live. So right. I've now put myself in this scenario where I have to make these payments and those kinds of things. Well, um, there's just this idea that like, imagine if there were more people who were actually free to be available to the body to help meet some of those needs. Like typically within a church body, there are a handful of people who are out of debt and maybe wealthy, and they're the ones that are generous. And then there are the people who are needing that generosity. You know what I mean? And I just, I, I just love this idea of trying to share with people this vision for freedom, that it's not just vision or vision for freedom from the debt, but vision to and freedom to. And so I wrote down this statement and it's um, getting a vision really just means imagine if. And so dream with me for a second and imagine if you, all of your debts went away tomorrow. What would you be free to do? And the other question is, has the Lord put a vision in you for generosity or for providing for others? Or have you ever dreamed? Have you ever thought about if all my debt went away tomorrow, how would I spend my money? What would I build? What would I buy? What would I give to? Who would I support? How would I help? And so just for me, I would like to be in a place to where I would have the freedom to help people anytime they needed help in whether it be, purchase them a vehicle or buy them a house or buy all their kids clothes or buy somebody groceries one day or whatever it is like just to be able to be there to help, but then not only to, to be generous, but to also share and perpetuate this idea of freedom. Yeah. Like, Hey, Pete, uh, see the truth of the matter is there are a lot of people who are drowning in debt and there are a lot of people who are drowning in the daily grind. I mean, it's, it's a daily thing. Get up, get the kids ready, send them to school, go to work, deal with the boss, do the thing, do the work, work late, get off, pick up the kids from the babysitter. But I mean, it's, and it's day in, day out, Monday through Friday, and it's a grind. And sometimes it just gets old. You want to redeem your time. You want to redeem freedom to be with family and to do things that you want to do and what the Lord's put on your heart. Mm -hmm. And so that, just to share a little bit of my vision for freedom um, what we talked about was getting to a place where we had Z, we have zero debt, mm-hmm. um, even including mortgages. A lot of people say don't count a mortgage as debt. It's money I owe that I have to generate income to pay. I don't want that looming over my head anymore. <laughs> so I want zero debt. Along with zero debt, I want minimal living expenses. I don't want to create some life that costs four thousand dollars a month to sustain. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't want that. 
because I don't want to have to work the hours. You know how they say time is money. It's true. I was thinking about this one day, like we'll go out to eat and we'll spend $60 on chicken wings for the family, you know, Buffalo wings. And then I look at that $60 bill and I'm thinking, you know, I've got to work like two or three hours just to pay for this meal. So in order for me to feed my family chicken wings at a restaurant, I have to go sit in front of a computer away from them for three hours. So where I have a one hour meal, it costs me three hours of work. Mm -hmm. I want to flip that. I want three hours of time with my family and one hour of work. But what if you can do that? I mean, this you can. is, you can do that. And that's, there are different ways that the Lord has, I mean, he's given these ideas into people. That's that whole kingdom dreaming thing. He's given these dreams into people that will help them get free to be able to do that. And that's, I told you I'm passionate about residual get income. Passion. I'm not kidding. Like, I, I don't know when, maybe five, six, uh, seven, I don't know, a long time ago. Okay. Like maybe seven years ago, I started <laughs> one, this... two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven years ago. Okay. I started this business. Um, and I worked hard at the business and I knew at the beginning I would have to work really hard, um, and not make a lot of money to be able to eventually work very little and make money. <laughs> okay. And so right. you put in the work up front, right? And there, this for me still works. So years later, I do very minimal work and I still get paid every single week. Yeah. Every week I get a paycheck and mm -hmm. every month I get money that I worked for back then that I'm still getting paid on. Doesn't matter if I'm not working, if I show up or I don't. Mm -hmm. So for me, I have found, wow, this is a system that works. This is something yeah. that I want to be a part of. I want to do good work for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And I want to work hard for the kingdom. Yeah. But I don't want to always, always work hard. Work, yeah. I want to work hard so that it establishes kingdom and then it just keeps growing. Yeah. And I want good. things to keep growing whether I'm working or not. Yeah. And that's the purpose of what he has for us. He has us release stuff into the world, partner with other people to do it. And then all of a sudden it's working without us. Yeah. And so we're able to establish things and then move on to more things that the Lord is telling us to do. Right. And so if we can continue to grow and do so the that's things the that freedom the Lord, too. Exactly. Yeah. So we can get freedom from and freedom to, mm -hmm. and we just have to go, okay, Lord, what does that look like for me? What am I supposed to do? How can you help me do that? Mm -hmm. And he, will give you the plans to do that. You right. will not always be enslaved to trade your time for money. It's true. And, and again, it's getting that vision from him. Like, Hey father, would you show us this? But more of kind of what he put into my heart. So we want to go, we want to get zero debt, have minimal living expenses. We want to create a, a positive cash flow in the sense that there's, there's multiple ways to establish a positive cash flow. Um, number one, you owe no debt. So any money that you bring in now is positive cash flow. You don't have to pay bills with it. Right. Um, and let me just put this out there. If you have $10,000 in your bank account, which not a lot of people do, but if you do, but you have $40,000 in debt, you don't have $10,000. Right. You have negative $30,000 because you owe. Right. Just because it's positive in your bank and you owe somebody, that's 
essentially you, you have less than $0. Right. So the idea is get to zero and then build from there. Right. Yeah. So we want to create positive cash flow. I can go do work, provide a service and somebody pays me money and that goes into my bank account. Or like you said, I establish some sort of residual income, whether it be a business that I started that now is doing online sales or whatever it is, sales and people buy a product and they continually buy that product and you get a, um, residual income from that, whether it's uh, rental properties, like people make money off of owning ATM machines, um, Coke machines, Pepsi machines, like, right. uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, oh my gosh, you put money and you get um, like, like a candy ATM? bar. Oh, <laughs> what is that called? Uh, oh my gosh, a vending machine, vending, vending machines. <laughs> I couldn't even think of it. Right. But anyways, there's that idea that you are you have a positive cash flow coming, whether or not you're doing the work for it. So you work for it or you do the work up front and then it just comes in. So that's part of the vision. And then the last thing is that once I do all that, zero debt, minimal living expenses, positive cash, cash flow, guess what? I've just redeemed my time, which is the most valuable thing to me at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. Because I have friends and family that I love and that I don't get to see most of the time from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. because I'm working for the man, paying off the debt. The other thing I don't get to do is kingdom ministry during that time. Now, maybe your job allows you to do that because depending on who you interact with and how that workplace goes for you, I sit at a desk by myself for most of the day mm -hmm. doing graphic design work. And it just requires that I sit in a room by myself mm -hmm. and I'm not made to sit in a room by myself. And so mm -hmm. it'll be the freedom from, and then the freedom to for me. And That's so, cool. um, I just... My hope is that the Lord would give you vision for that and not only give you vision, but give you strategy and not only give you strategy, but show you the people who are going to partner with you to help make that happen. Whether it's they partner emotionally through encouragement or actually financially get behind you to help you dig yourself out of debt. Mm -hmm. I'll just tell you one thing um, that the Lord led us to do, and it's because he led us to do it, not because we're so good. But I'm such an advocate for people to have freedom from debt and have freedom to do what the Lord wants them to do that one of my nephews, um, he moved here. He moved here for ministry, but he had to buy a vehicle because his got wrecked. And so he had to buy a new one. And we just committed to sending him a certain amount of money every month to go towards his car payment. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, let us help relieve that monthly burden for you. But since I've been able to have so into his life that way and continually have these conversations, like I'll check on him. Hey, how much do you own that car? Like what's your plan? And, and so before he didn't have one, but now he has one, he's caught the vision. He says, I'm getting this paid off by August. And then once I do that, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And here's what the Lord's showing me. And I'm just all about that. Yeah. I will. I want to see people have freedom because there's too many people in the kingdom who have dreams, ministries, gifts, and those kinds of things that they're just, tied up with too much of their time in this worldly system of debt. Yeah. And I mean, the kingdom needs it. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. That's what we're supposed to be like. Mm -hmm. You know, we're supposed to be sowing into people's lives and really helping establish kingdom on the earth. And it doesn't, I mean, sometimes it is like that. You can help someone with their car payment. Yeah. Because they're establishing kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so we can always sow into people like that and still help establish kingdom on the earth, which right. is what this is about. And then just imagine if I had no debt and a lot of positive cash flow, how many people's lives I could sow That's into. That's so cool. 
right? It's the what if, it's the imagine if. So I just want to encourage you as we end this episode, um, you know, the kingdom dreams are, they come from the Lord. It's what he puts in you, but then ask him for that vision for freedom. Like what, how is this kingdom dream going to establish a new kind of freedom in my life? That's going to make me free from, and then free to, and then just press into that. Let him show you. And let me tell you when he starts to show us the, what if, what if I didn't have debt? What if I had eight additional hours per day to do what he wants me to do as far as ministry is concerned? What if I had $10,000 in the bank and I owed no debt and then I came across someone who really needed a vehicle for work or I, I mean, what if I could pay off somebody else's debt? What if I was just like, you know what, you know, like how the, the amount of burden that we can act, we can actually lift. Like finances are one of the most stressful things in somebody's life. Mm-hmm. And imagine if you just said, Hey, guess what? You don't owe that. You're not a slave that anymore. Like I'm paying for your freedom, which is exactly what the Lord did for us. Right. right. Like he gave everything to make us free from sin and death. Now it's a gospel message, but literally <laughs> he laid his life down for us. So he who was rich became poor so that we who are poor might become rich mm-hmm. in him. Like it's just this, this kingdom trade, which I'm sure we'll talk about trading here soon. Yeah. Um, in our episode called culture of honor, but, um, let's get to that. That's going to be a good episode. And so we'll, we'll call this one, check out engagingkingdom.biz. We have a course, we have a group, we offer consulting. And so check that out and don't forget to always ask the Lord, go ask the Lord. (laughs) That's good. All right. We'll catch you next time.